0: You do help in developing a personal vision board. Help me sure. understand what is a personal vision board?
1: So uh, you know whenever I, I have been asked this question, and whenever someone comes to me saying that Anish, help me uh, develop my personal vision board, and I always begin uh, with making them aware of why they wake up every morning. And what drives them out of the bed. What is that one thing mm-hmm. um, and the moment they realize that uh, everything that they are going to do henceforth uh, comprises of their personal vision board.
0: Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You. The podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom From hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. If you're new to our channel, please consider subscribing to it and hit the bell icon so that you never miss an update. I'm your host Ashutosh Garg and today I have with me a very accomplished entrepreneur, a member of the EO, Anish Patel from Gujarat. Anish, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much Mr. Garg, Um, it's an honor to be here and uh, a great pleasure to have a conversation with you.
0: Thank you. Anish is the founder of Mind Maestro, he's an entrepreneur with a wide range of life experiences and he's a qualified EO forum facilitator. So Anish, let's talk about Mind Maestro. Tell me about the work you do here.
1: At the Mind Maestro, so if you don't mind, I would like to give a bit of history. Mm -hmm. Um, It actually happened by chance. Mm So, my core business is of industrial and medical gases. So, I supply oxygen, nitrogen, and and these days a lot of.
0: Must be very um, much in
1: demand these days. Very busy and trying to make sure that all the needs are fulfilled. But um, over a period of time, um, I evolved and I changed uh, with the forum experience that I was having at at EO, at Entrepreneurs Organization, uh, which led me to. Become a trainer myself because I I thought I could add value and uh, of course I, I want everyone to experience what I have been experiencing. Uh, from that, it gave me confidence that I think I'm able to you know um, coach people. I'm able to uh, mentor people. I'm able to uh, walk them through their own life, make them more self aware of what they are, mm-hmm. and uh, which ins- which inspired me to learn and develop also a few of my own tools that have been working for me in my business Hmm. Uh, and that led me to do something professionally but I never did it professionally as in I did it professionally but I never marketed myself. I was never out there so um, uh, only through word of mouth it kept on happening and then came a point where I thought I think I need to uh, put a structure behind this because a lot of people are calling me one-on-one and they want me to engage with their leadership team, with themselves, setting up vision, purpose, values, goals for the whole year, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So that's what we do at MindMastro. So it's basically um, using your um, heart. Uh, all entrepreneurs do have a very, uh, you know, sentimental connections to what they do. And, uh, and it's just to bring about that awareness of what they want to do, what drives their purpose and pattern, use their mind to articulate you know, exactly how they're going to achieve it mm-hmm. and then how they communicate uh, through their voice. So we use these three um, areas at the Mind Master, a combination of this uh, helps them achieve what they want to achieve. Mm-hmm. It happens through various things, workshops, one-on-one coaching, um, and I'm also looking at developing um, a very extensive LMS, uh, uh, which will uh, help a lot of entrepreneurs and their teams engage uh, uh, virtually online so that they can learn and grow through, very through the MindMastro platform.
0: Very interesting. So when I was reading about you, you, know, uh, you do help in developing a personal vision board, help me sure. understand what is a personal vision board.
1: So, uh, you know, whenever I, I have been asked this question, and whenever someone comes to me saying that Anish helped me uh, develop my personal vision board, and I always begin uh, with making them aware of why they wake up every morning and what drives them out of the bed. What is that one thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and the moment they realize that uh, everything that they are going to do henceforth, Uh, comprises of their personal vision board, Uh, whether it is uh, business, whether it's expansion, whether it's division, Mm -hmm. whether it is taking family vacations, whether it's doing one-on-one with their children, whether it is um, just a, a break with the spouse or whether they're taking care of their parents or if they're doing philanthropy, which area they're in philanthropy. So Everything that they do um, in their personal life then revolves around what their purpose is. Uh, So personal vision board um, is a great exercise, extensive exercise. It takes a lot of time, but uh, digging, the maximum time it takes is to dig into what is their purpose, what really drives them to get out of the bed every morning and start doing.
0: Very interesting
1: and going one step further
0: now. You also speak of five dysfunctions.
1: Of- correct. Correct.
0: So for all our viewers and listeners, tell me what are these five dysfunctions?
1: So uh, interestingly, it's a, it's a book um, written by um, uh, Patrick Lencioni um, and I would really recommend that everyone reads that book, uh, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Um, and, I, and I do a workshop on that but I think all credit goes to uh, Patrick for this amazing concept that he brought up. We always talk about what is functional in our organizations mm-hmm. and what is functional in our teams but we seldomly even address uh, things that are not working in the favor and that is what are the, these five dysfunctions and uh, the base of the five dysfunctions is first and foremost the absence of trust in any leadership team in any organization or any groups for that matter, um, at times there is absence of trust, which is not openly spoken about, uh, but there is, uh, you know, in the back end, and uh, that's one of the dysfunction that there is absence of trust, and which leads to fear of conflict mm-hmm. because they don't trust the mechanism or they do not trust the group openly. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, they're afraid of uh, giving their opinions, their suggestions, their ideas. So when I say conflict it's not really getting loggerheads mm-hmm. but it's about also uh, constructive criticism is also a conflict because that leads to a conversation that, that needs to come to a consensus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So because there is no trust, there's a second dysfunction which is fear of conflict, there is no um, healthy discussions happening. Uh, brainstorming happening uh, which leads to lack of commitment Mm -hmm. Uh, and and that is uh, because no one wants to commit to anything uh, uh, as they're not confident about what the outcome is going to be and because of that they don't want to take accountability. Mm -hmm. So the fourth dysfunction is uh, avoidance of accountability, they want to really avoid uh, to take accountability of the outcome and eventually because there is no accountability, they are absolutely inattentive to the results. So uh, they don't care what the results are um, or even if they know what the results are, it doesn't impact them or really affect them. So these are the five dysfunctions, absence of trust leading to fear of conflict, leading to lack of commitment, leading to avoidance of accountability and eventually inattention to Um, Excuse me, inattention to results. So uh, amazingly, I mean, it's uh, it's a book worth uh, while reading and uh, of course, implementing this in an organization and making the team aware about it really changes the dynamics of the whole team.
0: Fantastic. So uh, Anish, now let's move on and talk a little bit about Forum. I know you are very passionate about Forum, a member of a Forum. I'm a member of a Forum. Yep. But for the thousands of people who will be listening to us, what is a forum?
1: So um, there are various definitions and various organizations who have adapted to this concept. Uh, but from my knowledge, uh, I may be completely wrong, uh, credit goes to YPO. Mm-hmm. As I believe IPO started the forums I think almost 57 years, 40, 48 years ago, I believe. And when EO substituted out of YPO, they carried the forum concept with them, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, these days a lot of other organizations also. You know, they call it a cohort. Thai calls it the cohort. Uh, CII is Young Indians. They call it the inner circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there are other names uh, given to the same same concept. Uh, it's a. It's basically a peer to peer support group. Um, it's a group which where everyone through their experiences empowers an individual or a forum member to take right decisions in their lives. Mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, that's a very simplistic definition of, of what a forum is. Uh, it's of course a non-judgmental space um, and, a, and a very confidential group as well which helps people to open up and, and share what they're working on Learn from others' experiences and and then be empowered to take their own call.
0: So, uh, how do I form a forum? I mean, you know, you and I are talking.
1: Sure. Um, how do so, I- um, so first of all, um, uh, the forum can be formed. Uh, group of friends, mm-hmm. like if they agree um, that let's let's take our friendship forward and become a forum. Why not? Yeah. Uh, but then they have to go through the whole process into making sure that they follow the protocols. Mm-hmm. But uh, to form a forum, they—I mean—in a in a structured manner, they need to be part of an organization which harbors the program called Forum, mm-hmm. which YPO and EO uh, definitely does, and so uh, The other organizations as well Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think um, uh, uh, the more diverse group uh, is formed the better the experiences members will get and when I say diverse it's age, uh, male female ratio, Mm -hmm. industry uh, diversity and that's uh, just becomes an amazing uh, I would say like a university Mm -hmm. uh, to learn from each other and it's one of the best experiences they can get Uh, Yeah,
0: and uh, how can forum be used in the workplace? I mean, that's not a workplace is not an organization of peers,
1: right? Um, So at workplace, in fact, in my organization, I have adopted the forum concept. Uh, So whenever we do our uh, weekly review, we begin with vulnerability, Mm -hmm. right? We share uh what's what's working for us our fears our, our successes individual personal mm. um and professional as well and that's how we begin our reviews and that just leads to uh, a great uh, connect between the leadership teams or marketing team or sales team whatever group that you're you're talking about and um, uh, the whole concept of forum can be adapted because one of the um, one of the major um Elements that play a role in a successful forum is, uh, is the mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what mindset we have when we are with these peers, uh, and the beginning of that is curiosity. Like, what am I learning today? Active listening, emotionally and and mentally connecting to every individual uh, in our group, empathetic. You know we have to be empathetic with each other, resonate with each other, reflect on our lives, and then share mm-hmm. uh, with each other. And while we do that. Um, our whole intention is not about being smart
0: hmm.
1: or not about being superior. So we don't solve problems and we don't give advices and the moment this is is uh, the whole concept is taken and put into the workplace. Um, it it really helps in making the team more cohesive because one they're more connected, one it gives them an uh, an open space, a free space, a safe space to be vulnerable and talk uh, what is stopping them from achieving the results. For example, if they're focused really on 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 their results, um, and because everyone's empathetic and actively listening, uh, they share from each other's experiences and help each other to learn and grow. So, very much possible to to bring the forum concept at workplace um, in bits and pieces. I have, uh, and I have got a lot of success in it. Uh, yeah,
0: fantastic one more question on forum before we move to the next segment sure can a forum be used in a family environment
1: absolutely uh, absolutely used in a family environment in fact uh, uh, my my elder daughter uh, uh, decided to go to a boarding school and uh, uh, she was uh, she was 15 and a half when she told me that uh, a very unlikely um, you know, no, not expected that this would come to me. And um, you know, I sat with her, and we had a very heart-to-heart conversation. And mm-hmm. and I told her that I was the first. Uh, so her name is Astha, and I'm like Astha. I was the first person in my family, uh, in our family, in like all three generations, to go, to go out of the country at the age of 19 to study. Okay. This is what worked for me. This is what did not work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the things. These are the mistakes I made. And I still regret a few things, and i'm I'm very happy and proud about a few things I did at the age of nineteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the day, she took a, she took a call, and uh, she decided that, Dad, I still want to go to a boarding school, and uh, I think you understand my situation more than anyone else. You were the first. now I am the first to go to a boarding school in the family. And uh, it's a forum-like conversation, so it's not. So it's uh, we don't really form a forum. We can in a, in a in a family, but how can we implement uh, forum concepts in the family is more important rather than doing a structured forum meeting in a uh, in a forum. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very successful. It makes a, makes the family um, family environment much healthier and uh, more cohesive and more. Supportive rather than directive, you know, in terms of you know that this is what you need to do. It becomes more like a a, a conversation, which really helps uh, uh, gives everyone so much freedom to just share what they feel like uh, without being judged. And
0: uh, yeah, you know, Anish, what a fantastic answer. I mean, I've had a family forum with both my sons who uh, live outside and left home eighteen years ago. Right. But it's an absolutely incredible platform for communication for the family. Absolutely. Thank you. That's an, what a great answer this was. So, you know, moving on now, um, you also run a very, very successful gases business. Uh, my question to you is that, you know, a large business, which is probably a family uh, business and what you're developing on your own, what would you say is your leadership style?
1: Uh, so i my leadership style is uh, first of all i'm very i'm a very empathetic leader mm-hmm. um, and i'm um, my general style is delegation mm-hmm. so i would uh, empathy is running parallel to whatever style i'm adopting mm-hmm. my imbibe style is delegation i like to delegate and empower uh, and Because I delegate and empower a lot, I I always make sure I have right people on the right seats. Otherwise my style won't work Um, but there are times when I have to be supportive um, and there are times when I have to be directive and there are times when I have to be a coach. So I work on all the leadership styles uh, uh, and I I try to adapt uh, uh, whenever required but my general, my natural style is to uh, to delegate uh, but I'm also very empathetic so every person in my organization is very much individually one and one connected to me. Uh, even this last couple of months um, they would just do me a video whatsapp call while they're hospitalized due to Covid and they would say so I just want to talk to you and I'm like okay so we have a conversation with them and just like some, some just normal conversations not about work and of course they would bring about work because they're still coordinating things while they're hospitalized um, but it would just become an, a natural flow of a conversation.
0: How amazing, How amazing. Yeah. fantastic. So now let me move to the last segment of our conversation which are some questions for you personally. Sure. My first question to you Anish is that what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career?
1: So the first, uh, the first milestone is when I went to US for my studies, and I I declared to my family that I would, I would aspire to pay at least two quarter fees on my own, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I began with uh, um, uh, an assistant to, um, to my professor. Um, after nine months uh, on my um, i twenty, I can I can get to work, and I did that, and I realized this is not enough for me to uh, to pay my water fees, uh, which I was naive. I was very young, and I did not know. And then, so I decided there is no other way out. So I started uh, I started waiting tables at. Uh, at a fine dining Italian restaurant and of course I joined a sales company later on as well after I finished my one year of my MBA I joined a sales company which was of course uh, better but initially I started waiting tables and and I realized and that was my first realization that what I'm good at and I think that's a milestone is I, I'm a vegetarian, um, I, and I don't consume alcohol and uh, I was waiting tables at a fine dining Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. I had to sell specials and I had to sell the best wines. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow I just was able mm-hmm. to do so uh, which increased my my ticket size for the table, the check size for the table and that was 20 and, and generally 20% was I, I used to get as tips sure. and over the weekend I used to make $500 um, and that was good in 1999, 2000, 2000, a good amount for the weekend right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that gave me a lot of confidence that if I have the knowledge and if I learn what's, what is lot, what is it all about, mm. I think I have the capacity to convince someone uh, and of course genuinely not to convince someone on something which is not true and right. Mm. Uh, but uh, I, that was my first milestone. The second important milestone was uh, in 2016 when uh, our families we had we, we decided to amicably, very friendly, very nicely splitted. Um And I, I became an in, so I demerged, and I became an independent owner mm-hmm. of a, of uh, of a, of a business. And uh, all of a sudden, it was not just business development which I was doing earlier, but mm-hmm. overall operations, including finance and everything, just fell into my place, which uh, onto my lap, which uh, which was a milestone. Which I realized that I think I need to relearn a lot of things, um, and of course. That was one one milestone which I think I crossed, and I, I have grown as a as a person as a human, and the third one is when i when I began the mind master, when I realized that this is what i I think uh, is my passion, I love doing this, and why not impact as many individuals as I can uh, through making them more and more self aware oh, wonderful
0: so my next question to you is that uh, you know you've seen so much in life already and you're still very young from where you stand today Anish what does success mean to you
1: I somehow I I most of the people see success as you know um, making an organization of a certain size or you know um, ensuring that they have five vacation villas around the world um, somehow I Uh, because I'm also a follower of, so I love materialistic things. Okay, don't get me wrong. I love materialistic things, but uh, because I'm a follower of BAPS uh, Swaminarayan, there are certain things that have been imbibed into me since childhood, but I, uh, so I do love it, but I somehow, but I don't aspire much, you know, of those things, but I see success as, you know, if I walk into a room of 15, 20 people Mm -hmm. and at least 50% of the people come to me and and we have a good chat and good greeting. And they and they like to talk to me because I have impacted their lives. Uh, I think I that is what I see success as. Like people come to you, talk to you, and want to keep relationships with you because you have influenced them in a in a positive way. Okay. Terrific. So I've got time for two more questions for you. My next question so. is who or what inspires you? My guru, so my guru, uh, Pramukh Swami Maharaj, uh, uh, who uh, passed away in 2016, and my current guru uh, of BAPS Swaminarayan Samstham, Swami Maharaj, they really inspire me. Uh, not only because um, uh, with absolutely, uh, you know, servant leadership is what they have showcased, and they have grown the organization where. Uh, they 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 actually groom individuals and youth to become better humans. Um, so they inspire me in in every in every aspect.
0: Amazing! I'm a great follower of uh, Babs as well.
1: Oh, um, okay, nice. Yeah. So
0: uh, my last question to you, and this is the question: Anish on failure. Okay. Said people in India don't teach children it's okay to fail. We're always told. Come first, go to the right. other line, etc., etc. Yet we fail; we make mistakes. So my question to you is: What have been some of your learnings from some of
1: sure. your? So a very good question, Mr. Garg Actually, uh, in fact, I was asked, uh, I, I think, just three days ago, um, that uh, why do you love forums so much? Uh, and I, my answer was that. I love forums because it's it's one uh, one place where I get permission to fail, uh, and they won't judge me. Uh, having said that, um, I have had my 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 set of failures, and I have learned this uh, uh, through my EO journey. Actually, that I started giving myself the permission to fail, and I have uh, one of the uh, so we had a pipeline supply. Of uh, industrial gases to um, the world's largest bulb manufacturing plant, which is Philips Electronics in Baroda, and uh, we supplied cross cross country pipeline, uh, and it was constant oxygen nitrogen being supplied to them through the relationship that we developed with them. We also, um, and of course, Compton Greaves was nearby, so we are supplying to them also, and that led to, you know, of course, with when you are like just in early thirties, you have a lot of adrenaline, you want to do new things. And I'm like, okay, let's build this relationship more. Let's begin assembling your, and LED was a new, uh, what do you call uh, a wave in India. And even the government was promoting a lot of LED. And so I decided, okay, let's do um, job work and let's uh, let's begin uh, an LED assembly, the PCB assembly uh, uh, division in our organization. And we began doing that. Um, and some, for some reason we failed and there are several reasons which are but I think at the uh, at the helm of the failure affairs <laughs> of the division it was me um, and uh, one thing I realized that yes diversification is good mm-hmm. uh, but I believe a lot of research needs to be done before I take the first step uh, which was my biggest mistake. Second was that it from a process and a service-oriented business, which is oxygen and other industrial gases, this became uh, more like a um, uh, you know like a step-by-step manufacturing uh, uh, chain or a line of business uh, with with thousand raw materials. I mean the 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 bomb was like a thousand things which we never which I never have worked with. So. I I think uh, lack of attention on those details uh, was one of the reasons why our that division wasn't successful, Um, and henceforth I have been very very meticulous. Uh, Excel spreadsheets became the most important uh, tool in my in my life after that.
0: Right.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: Well said, Anish. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you. For what you're know, sharing your amazing journey as an, as an industrialist and as a forum guru. Thank you again and good luck.
1: Thank you very much, Mr. Gurgit. As I said, it was a pleasure uh, having a conversation with you. And uh, I hope to stay in touch with you. Thanks a lot. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast